Hello and welcome to the Expat Partner Podcast. My name is Julia Mida and I'm a life and leadership coach, author and ex-expat partner. In this podcast, I will bring you ideas, inspiration and interviews so you can use this transformational time abroad to create a life that makes you happy and fulfilled. Hello and welcome to the Expat Partner Podcast. My name is Julia Mida and I'm really happy that you're listening to me. As always, I want you to ease into the podcast, so please close your eyes and take a deep breath. And I welcome you to the podcast. Today I have a very special interview for you, um, because I did this interview in German and in English. The interview is with um, Petra Schlitt and Petra um, lived in New York, New York City and in London for two years and one year. So um, she also worked there. So she is very experienced in English and she jumped at the opportunity to do the interview in both languages. And we had a lot of fun with it, um, doing them in English and in German. Yeah, so Petra um, used to work in a big company. And um, after she quit, she started to do consulting and coaching for women who take care of their um, elderly parents or when parents get older. It's not necessary that they really take care of them um, at home, but just when they get older and when little things start to slip and when things change, um, they don't remember everything. You're sometimes, you don't know um, if they should still drive in their car and so on. So um, Petra and I discussed this topic a lot and then we thought this is really something that sometimes influences the decision to go to another country. Because sometimes you think, oh, I, I don't want to leave my, um, my parents. What if something happens to them? Um, or what do I do when I'm abroad? And um, yeah, something, it gets worse with them or so. And so we decided um, that, we, that, that we should do an episode about this. And Petra has a very clear um, opinion uh, on what you should do when you are in that situation. And she also gives a lot of good tips on how to handle the situation and also about self-care and self-love. So you can feel that she's experienced also with living in another country. Yeah, as always, um, you can find um, this episode on my blog. It's www.dreamfinder-coaching.com. And um, there you can listen to the episode and you also find the show notes, for example, the link to Petra's website. And if you want to leave me a message, um, you can do this and send me an email to podcast at dreamfinder-coaching.de for Germany. And uh, also you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. 
So if you want to reach out and let me know who you are and where you are and what your thoughts are on this topic, I'm very happy to get a message from you. And now I hope you enjoy the interview with Petra. So today I'm here with Petra Schlitt. Um, welcome to the Expert Partner Podcast. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, so um, as you can hear, we are both German, but um, we are doing this interview in English, so you can um, listen to it in English because we think that the, the tips and suggestions that Petra has are very important for everybody and we need to do this in English. And <laughs> Petra lived in London and in New York, mm -hmm. uh, in New York City, uh, for, for two years. And two one years. Month. Mm -hmm. Right. So we thought, okay, we can do this in English. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> and some time ago, um, we did an interview uh, in German for the Eigenstimmig podcast. And um, there we talked about uh, your life and what you're doing and how you got there, where you are today. And um, you had so many interesting things to say about what you do and the people you work with. And I thought, okay, I need this for my podcast as well, because expat partners and people who go to another country are in the same situation um, often, and because they have parents too. And now <laughs> you can tell us what you are, what, what you're doing in your uh, coaching and consultant business. Yeah, well, hi, Julia. Thanks for, for having me in your show. <laughs> um, well, basically, I take care of carers. Um, this is um, just in, the, in a nutshell. Um, I work with women, mostly women, who uh, well take care of their um, parents who get older and um, not, not necessarily really ill, but just older. And um, all the expectations um, around this new role, you have to be there for your parents, you have to, there's no life <laughs> of your own. Once, once you're the daughter, you have to do this. And um, all this, um, all the demands of the parents. You are my only child, you have to be here for me. Who should do it if, if not you? And um, all the inner conflicts and outer conflicts of siblings and um, parents and the surroundings, um, which can be a really heavy burden on on one's life. And um, yeah, just to to sort you and I help the women to sort their way um, through this, this this mingle of conflicts and emotions. Mm -hmm. And to also to find time and energy for themselves yes. so they don't get lost in the yeah. whole situation. That, that's one of my solutions to really carve out your your, your me time and mm -hmm. to really fight for it and uh, and to um, yeah, really cherish the moment as this is my moment in the moment mm -hmm. right here right now I'm here for me and for no one else just me yeah so today um, I would like to talk to you about um, a the situation when you decide to go to another country 
and that you leave your parents behind because I think there are some situations when even when the parents are not not sick yet or so that they will say you can't go away or you have the feeling that they would think you can't go away but maybe they're not for example in my case it was um, uh, we lived with my parents in the same house and when uh, we went to another to, to the US my my mother was so happy because she could travel there <laughs> 10 times um, mm -hmm. and she loved it she loved going there on her own on the plane and uh, being there and so for her it opened up a, a new world mm -hmm. and um, so she was happy and she wants us to go again <laughs> okay great <laughs> and you opened up the world for her yeah kind of. yeah. yeah yeah that's true And um, so sometimes you think, I can't go, but in the end, it's good for everybody. Mm -hmm. Or maybe not, but it's... So um, we also talked about that I was very happy that when, I, when we came back, that everything went fine with my parents and nothing mm -hmm. bad happened. And um, so we kind of survived it. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, okay, but when the company says the next time, maybe do you want to go and I, I would like to go I would feel different about it I would hesitate because I'm not sure because they're getting older so next mm -hmm. time they are even older and would we survive it again mm -hmm. and then you said to me but wherever you are it will happen what happens mm -hmm. and you can change it even when you're living right next to them or if you're in another country so think about it. It's your life and don't base the decision on something, on assumptions and something like this. And that this was so helpful because it gave me permission mm -hmm. to say, well, it's true. So next time I might go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the, the permission, um, you have to give yourself the permission to live your own life. This is, uh, and, um, and you really have to examine what it really is your own life and um, there are situations when it's when it feels right to stay with your parents and you say okay it's, it's a difficult time uh, you, you want to be there for them at the moment um, at the moment but not because you fear in the future might be something where they need you I think this is one of the differences um, because when you say okay well um, If I go, if I, if I stay and not take this opportunity to go abroad, then my parents will be safe. And uh, <laughs> this is, um, well, this is, is a nice wish. Of course, we, we wish our parents to be safe and live forever and uh, everything should stay as it is. But um, even if you wish, you do not have superpowers. We, are, we do not have superpowers, even if we want to. So um, it's, uh, it's good to take a healthy look at why you want to stay and, or why you want to go. And um, if you say, well, um, it's my life, it's my, my dream to live abroad, and I would really be, um, it, it is my dream to go there right now, then I think you should pursue it. Because if you do not, if you stay because you think, oh, I have to and I cannot leave her or, or them, then you, 
you become a really pissy daughter, your <laughs> son. <laughs> and because of you, I didn't go, and I don't know. And all the resentments pop up, and all the ah, oh, I should have gone on all the regrets. Why didn't I go? And only because of you. And now you're healthy and fun, and maybe you go abroad <laughs> and I stay here. So um, really have a good look why you want to stay and or why you want to go. And um, and really own this decision. This is really that you raise, okay, that this is what it is. And always have a plan just in case something happens. How do you get there back? How do you how you can support people from from far away? Make sure you have contacts in uh, in in the cl uh, close contacts for your parents who can take care of them or who you can contact in case. And um, I think mostly the new technology with all Skype and WhatsApp makes it so much easier to be abroad. Um, you can stay sometimes even more connected um, when you have your grandparents sitting at your breakfast desk in the morning and the kids can say hi before they go to school and uh, you can feel even more connected and um, a part of each other other's lives. Um, if you use these technologies when you're abroad. Mm -hmm. And you just have to make sure before you go that you teach them and enable them <laughs> to do it. I mean, yeah, but that's, that's, right. that's easy for us. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, but yeah, so they, they have the opportunity to do it and it might open a new world for them because yeah. they not only Skype with you, but with other people as well. Mm -hmm. um, and we actually had this with my um, mother-in-law that mm -hmm. When we lived in the U.S., we saw her more often over Skype mm -hmm. than we do now. Okay. And she lives six hours away. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's actually the same almost. Like yeah. She's like the same distance, but now we, we don't do this anymore. She's not taking that, like, she doesn't see our everyday life like she did when we were there. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, that's really, um, it's interesting that you might open up even even more to your family and you, you um, develop a different connection to them. Yeah. Yeah. And it could also be a, a good, a really nice tip for, for everyone who's taking care of their elders, um, just to have them Skype, Skype conferences, no matter if, if it's in, in Germany, within Germany or abroad. Yeah. yeah. And you said also that it's important to do this regularly, that you mm -hmm. have a... Um, a certain time because especially older people um, they feel structure gives safety mm -hmm. and so when you call not three times a week and every other day like mm -hmm. whatever time um, but you call always on Sunday at five mm -hmm. that's better because yeah. they can rely on that and they feel valued yes that's a very important point yeah and they can look forward to it and also, they are not just like on, uh, on the on call. What's, what's the yeah. word on the whim of your okay? Oh, I just felt like calling you, and it's it's uh, and they're just sitting there waiting, it's just like if you're waiting for someone to show up. Oh, I, I come by on Tuesday or Wednesday. <laughs> so yeah, great, it's, yeah. So it's uh, it's more respectful of that time. Um, if you uh, if you make it a certain a certain time, and so I even one call a week um, at a certain time with a certain energy. Okay, now let's now we have time to talk. 
not just, oh, I'm in the car, next meeting, okay, bye. It can be nice as well. <laughs> but sometimes the, the structured call where we say, okay, now we can see uh, how are you really, how is it, um, how is life. And this, this might be nicer, yeah. Yeah. You also had a very nice um, WhatsApp tip. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> can you tell us more about that? Yeah. Well, um, my uh, mother was very uh, reluctant to get a new to get to get a smartphone at all. She has a whole old mobile, which is okay for her, but smartphones. No, I don't need this. All too many things, and I don't. I do not know how to handle it. And my sister and I, we thought, well, it would be nice to stay in contact with her via WhatsApp. So um, we tried to see, okay, and I asked, asked myself, what is the most interesting thing for my mother? And, of course, pictures from us. And we said, well, Ma, wouldn't you like to have pictures from us on the, just like on a regular basis where we are, just showing uh, the situations where we're in? Said, oh, yeah, of course I would love to. So we started, um, I gave her my old smartphone and uh, put a flat rate uh, online tariff on it. Deleted all the apps on it, <laughs> only had WhatsApp on it, and uh, she still can use her, uh, her her mobile phone for calling. And she used the and the, the smartphone was only for the purpose of getting pictures from us. So we were sending her pictures every day, and she 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 loved it. And she started sending pictures of her own. She started texting with it and she's now the queen of emojis <laughs> so she finds things i never thought exist <laughs> so, and for her. yeah and it's so nice to um to see the development she really loves it now and uh, it, it brings us uh, it, it brings more closeness to my my sister and my mother we we just say hi and 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 uh, say look, I'm here, look at what I just found out. And um, even though we are in the vicinity of only 50 kilometers, it's not like really far away, it's really, um, it's another feeling of closeness. And um, I'm really, really happy that this works. This, this worked with the, with the WhatsApp strategy, and I can really recommend it. Otherwise, it's too overwhelming if you say, well, yes, the smartphone, you have WhatsApp, you can do everything with it. But they do not want to do everything with it. Yeah. So the time abroad or going to another country as an expat can be also an opportunity to open new worlds. Mm -hmm. And we also talked about that um, it's an opportunity to define a new role mm -hmm. for yourself um, with maybe new emotions <laughs> <laughs> and living them or experiencing them as an emotionally um, grown-up. <laughs> yeah, so maybe let's talk about, about this, this new role that you have, because this is what happens when, you, when your parents get older, mm -hmm. that you um, slip into a new role, you're still the child, but on the other hand, you also you grow up a lot mm -hmm. during that time. And when you go to another country, you're also in a new role and you grow up a little mm -hmm. bit more because you're on your own. And yeah, this is sometimes a problem being on your own. So mm -hmm. let's talk about this new role. Yeah, well, if uh, a new country, especially if you want, uh, 
if you want to go there, I think this is the most important thing to start with. Did you want to go there or did you have to go there? And all the things you do on your own free will are so much more fun <laughs> and so much more um, yeah, um, in, in your own responsibility. I think the most important thing is to um, know that you're to take the responsibility for the situation you're in. It's your decision um, and it, it's your decision how you feel. When you come into the new country, First thing is like, oh, everything is great, super, definitely honeymoon forever. I love the people and the food and come on. <laughs> and then after a while, it's like, oh, my God, I always the small talk and the same food. And I, I miss my, um, my sausages at home. I miss the, the real bread. And there's, no, there's no real bread in the whole country. You know, <laughs> it's like this, this old situation. And after a while, it's okay. Now the, um, the pendulum was swung one, one way, now the other, and now you find, okay, now I'm finally here. It's not vacation anymore. Now I do really live here. And um, then it's really important to say, okay, what, what is my part of it? What do I want to get out of it here? And how do, you, how do I want to feel? And um, just embrace the feelings that are there. It can be really lonely in the middle of the expat community. And sometimes you say, well, I wanted to get more to know the culture, but the culture is not as welcoming to me <laughs> as I thought it was. And so it's always the expectations you have and the reality that sometimes clash. And then you say, okay, what were my expectations and what can I do around them? How can I say, well, if it's um, if it's not this kind of bread, maybe I try some other <laughs> food, <laughs> completely different food, or find a way through it, just as a small example. And um, if I feel lonely, um, it's okay. What do I miss? Maybe, maybe what do I miss about my life back in Germany, or my life back in my home country? And uh, to cherish this even more and say, okay, um, I want to feel more connected and I want to feel, want to like to have more wholehearted conversations. I do not want to have small talk and um, how you get there. And once you, once you find out how you, what you really miss and what, what different is, um, you can act upon it. Mm -hmm. And it's, I think it's really important to, to find the time to connect with yourself and your feelings. Mm -hmm. And what is your tip to find this time? Yeah, it's, uh, well, I, it's always the feeling I don't have time. I do not have enough, enough time <laughs> at all. Everybody's busy, busy. Everybody's busy. But everybody has these 24 hours. And um, I will not go into... Um, like like a lo list long list of uh, of to dos like writing morning journals do yoga do meditation do whatever I mean you can easily fill the whole day up with these things <laughs> and not do anything else um, it's more to um, consciously carve out your time um, while you're doing 
things. While you're on your way to work, while you're on your way picking up your kids, or um, yeah, maybe these, these traveling times, these from A to B times, can be really a source of um, how do I, uh, yeah, how can I check in with myself? What would really be helpful now? Is it um, sometimes when you when you walk, you can go window shopping and just take a deep breath and just enjoy the colors that are around you. Just uh, try to do some some mindfulness. Uh, I can't not. I wouldn't call it exercise. Just be present in the moment and admire the colors you see, not just the price tags <laughs> and whatever, but just just feel yourself right in this moment and um, and ask yourself, what do I need right now? Is it, do I need a hug for my inner child? Then, hey, just give it, give yourself a hug, really. And uh, but You mean like a real physical hug? Yeah, you, you could, you could yeah. embrace yourself. Come on. It's a, yeah, why yeah. not? Yeah, yeah, uh, and just just make yourself feel. And but if you feel lonely, and you say, okay, nobody's caring for me. But yes, okay. So that you try, okay, I care for myself. That you really, um, yeah, enjoy or cherish cherish the moment. Not necessarily enjoy. You just just have this precious time at the moment and see and, and try to find. Um, me, precious me time moments throughout the day and not just like okay when I have time I do this two hour yoga meditation which never comes um, just in between checking in and say taking a deep breath and say okay I'm right here and everything is fine at the moment mm -hmm. and this whole I don't want to call it exercise either because this sounds like stress. So <laughs> yes. the whole thing of finding me time for yourself mm -hmm. is, is true for when you care for elderly parents and mm -hmm. also for uh, when you live in another country or if you're in another stressful situation, if you are mm -hmm. uh, a single mom uh, or something like this. It's, um, it always helps to check in with yourself and be very present mm -hmm. um, And I, I find this this word mindfulness is so overused right yes, now. Yes, definitely. Most yeah. people are like they're like uh, yeah they're tuning out when when you say mm -hmm. mindfulness mm -hmm. because they feel like they they've heard it all before. Mm -hmm. But I mean that's what it is. You're just yeah. very present in the moment and just um, what I do, for example, when I drink my coffee. Sometimes I'm I'm stressed and the children are loud and I need to rush and. Um, somebody wants something from me but still I try to close my eyes and I drink my coffee and just really taste it mm -hmm. it's only a few seconds but it's that moment when I just really taste how it tastes I mean mm -hmm. sometimes, often you, you just drink it and um, I mean of course you know the taste of coffee but that you don't remember drinking it sometimes. You, you can't remember if you mm -hmm. did this or that. But if you're really in the moment and just for five seconds, close your eyes and taste your coffee, mm -hmm. already helps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very, that, that's a really good example. Yeah. Engaging all your senses. Yes. Feeling, 
feeling and listening. Yeah. And Just, sometimes it's even, I mean, different people have different senses they rely on. Mm -hmm. um, so you can, A, find out what is your favorite sense. Mm -hmm. um, so for example, my daughter, she has to touch everything. Mm -hmm. She likes she likes to to touch things and feel the texture. Mm -hmm. um, so find out what's your favorite sense, mm -hmm. and on the other hand, also find um, maybe try new ones that you mm -hmm. normally don't use. Yeah, um, which also helps to like bring a little perspective in there and just to connect with yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for example, if you uh, some people like to smell love the smell of things and if you are in the car you could have like a little air spray with your favorite scent mm -hmm. just so for different moods different scents yeah just to give yourself oh, i'm embraced now by lilacs or lilies or whatever yeah yeah and prepare for that as well mm -hmm. um yeah so you do it consciously that you will yeah. have those moments and do it regularly the yeah. same because <laughs> That gives structure, gives safety. Yes. <laughs> you give yourself the structure you're missing. Yeah, right. And also get out with like an adventurous detective mind. Like, okay, where can I find me time? Or what during my day is it what I really love? And how can I do this even more loveful and more conscious? Yeah. yeah. I think that's a very good last word. <laughs> the, uh, being conscious and yeah make those decisions consciously that's very mm -hmm. important and check in with yourself and connect with yourself yeah perfect <sighs> thank you so much that was wonderful oh, yeah. for all the good suggestions and tips that you had for us well thank you julia it was a pleasure thank you very much This was the Expert Partner Podcast with Julia Mida. Thank you for listening. If you want more information on how you can create your dream life, please visit my website. You will find it under www.dreamfinder-coaching.com. There you will find all information and links for this and other episodes. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram, and I would love to connect with you there. If you have questions or feedback for me, or if you have any idea for a topic that I can cover for you in this podcast, please email me under podcast at dreamfinder-coaching.de. I wish you a wonderful day and please enjoy your life.